недостаток, мелкое яйцо. Наши же местные курунки. everybody we have a few very special episodes that should be popping into your feeds very soon annihilation almanac was a collection of short horror fantasy and science fiction tales recorded live at pax west 2019 with original stories by ben jelena anna schumann matt karen and myself ash sevilla the panel featured the all-star voices of sissy jones from firewatch and darksiders 3 aaron yvette from oxenfree and the wolf among us sarah elmella from gone home and anthem and chrissy abejos from eliza and the walking dead michonne if you enjoyed annihilation almanac the campfire tales please reach out and let us know you can find us on twitter at nerd appropriate or email us directly nerds at nerdappropriate.com jump on over to the aptly titled scene from a spooky fire investigation game that does not exist. Uh, let me find yet. it here. Yet. Does Working not exist title. yet. And Ben told me that he wants me to read all of this. So this is uh, written by Ben Jelena, who was a writer on Dragon Age Inquisition and Speed Dating for Ghosts and Mass Effect 3 and most recently Control. Um, yeah, Joel's <laughs> blowing up. It's supposed to be fantastic. I haven't got a chance to play it because I've been here. Um, anyway, so this is, uh, I'll go ahead and read stuff. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Uh, exterior family restaurant night. Wait, I'm supposed to read this part first. It's, oh. He told me to do this. My apologies. Um, oh, click oh. the slide. We're in a dream loop. Thanks, click Matt. We are in a dream loop. <laughs> Okay, this God is a damn it. <laughs> this is a spec mission for a third-person firefighting and fire investigation game with supernatural elements, where the primary enemy is the environment, flames, falling debris, obstacles, smoke, and ghosts. Think a narrative current-gen uh, take on Human Entertainment's Fireman or Jailco's Ignition Factor with an underlying current of what the hell is going on in supernatural horror. The player begins as a firefighter and becomes a fire investigator after a traumatic incident a third of the way through the critical path. The scene outlines that, outlines that incident. The gameplay includes search and rescue, the extinguishing of fires, and also choices because, of course, choices. For the purpose of this panel, an important choice towards the end of the mission will be decided by a show of hands from the audience. So this has a little bit of audience participation. The most hands up wins. In the case of a tie, the actor playing Polly gets to decide. I don't think a tie is possible unless you guys really rig it. So won't worry about that. Uh, Characters. He wants me to read these out loud. Uh, The narrator. The panel moderator who reads everything that isn't dialogue. Maybe even this description. If they're trying to fill time, turn to the audience and say... Hello, I'm the narrator. Yes, it really does say that. It does say that. Uh, It does. Polly, the player character, a firefighter with five years on the job, grew up a loner in a small town. While the other kids in high school were playing sports or video games, she was volunteering with a local department. Now she's the only woman in her big city station and part of the attack crew on a rescue truck. Her friends call her Paul. Uh, Marquez? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that how you guys would say it? Marquez. Yes. Yeah, Marquez. Marquez is Polly's work. Yeah, yeah. Marquez is Polly's work pal. Are you about He's a grizzled, grizzled late 40s type, the kind of guy who goes by his last name. In this case, Marquez. 
Uh, as strong as the mayor from Final Fight, Marquez can still do the job, but it gets harder every day. He's trying to transfer into fire investigation before his knees go, but he's failed the aptitude course twice. He's the other half of the attack crew on the rescue truck with Polly. There is Mikey, a teenage skater punk, uh, with an arson rap who gets caught in a fire that he's blamed for causing. And there's Cap, a seasoned fire captain who mostly appears over the radio in the scene. And there is also the mysterious figure in the fire played by the entire cast. Oh. So here we go, let's, cool. get, let's get down to business. Uh, here we go. Rescue and yeah. pump trucks are called in at 3 a.m. to a routine alarm ringing, call it a uh, family restaurant like the Olive Garden Denny's or another awful, or let's say awfully good so they don't sue, North American franchise. <laughs> uh, fire alarm calls are frequent and usually false, so stations will initially dispatch just two trucks to check it out. In this case, the firefighters notice gray smoke rising from a building as they drive up. Uh, this the police? Must be. Dispatch, this is Rescue 3 on scene. Smoke spotted at the rear of the building. Guess we're going in. Interior, family restaurant, dining area. The suited-up fire attack crew, Polly and Marquez, stand inside the dining area entrance. A fire alarm rings. Lighting is low. Gray smoke wafts in from the back of the restaurant, rising to the ceiling and slowly getting thicker. In front of Polly and Marquez are multiple rows of tables, a bar area to one side, and at the rear, an extensive kitchen behind swinging doors. Is anybody in here? At this point, the player takes control of Polly and Marquez and starts to walk toward the kitchen through the main dining room, looking under tables as he passes. I'm gonna check out the back. You do a quick sweep in here. Bathrooms, those far tables. The bar? Yeah, sure, but don't have too much fun. From the looks of that smoke, I'll need your help. Marquez jogs behind through swinging doors and disappears into the kitchen. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Excellent, I love that. The player now has full control of Polly and a short list of tasks. She can check the bar, she can check the far tables, or check the bathrooms. So these we can kind of, let's just pick one of these. Okay. Uh, we're going to say the, the player checks the second bathroom. The bathrooms. Which, yeah, page five. Page five. Oh, my. Second bathroom. Find the fire yet? Working on it. All right, we're going to skip down to uh, the middle of page six. The sound of Marquez uses his, uh, uses, sorry, the sound of Marquez using his fire extinguisher is heard over the radio. Double time, Paul, this looks bad. <laughs> the player, with heavy gear, runs toward the black smoke, now, now billowing out of the kitchen. They are slowed as they step blindly into the wall of smoke beyond the swinging doors. <laughs> you weren't kidding. The player can now take out their fire extinguisher as needed and swath the smoke to briefly see a little bit better. Pump four, ladder four, rescue four on scene, taking command. There's a massive wall of ranges, grills, and fryers alongside a pizza oven. To the far right is a walk-in cooler. On opposite sides of the kitchen are employee lockers and dry storage. In the thick of the smoke, an unfamiliar voice calls out. <coughs> Help! Marquez, I think I hear a kid. Little busy, repeat. I hear a kid. What? What's a kid doing in here? A loud crash followed by radio static. Uh, flames flicker and light, and light the way through the smoke-filled corridor to the employee locker area mm. on the right. Is someone there? The voice is coming from the opposite direction, in the dry storage area, though the player can't see exactly where, where through the smoke. The, thick vo the voice is coming from the left. Polly gets on the radio. Marquez, you okay? The radio crackles. Marquez does not respond. Marquez? Oh, shit. All right, so this is the point where you guys get to make a choice. Do you go to the right to help Marquez, or do you go left to find the kid? So show of hands, go right to help Marquez. Oh, poor Marquez. Come on. Come on, Marquez. How about, 
left left to find the kid. Oh, uh, Marquez, well, you are doomed. Yeah. You had a good run, Marquez. Anyway, you are about we're, to we're retire. To, we'll go ahead and skip to page okay. 12, okay. which is find the kid. Oh, wait. Page 9? All right. What? This is the Marquez no, path. We're, we're, saving, we're saving the kid. You want oh, the yeah, kid, sorry. Mikey. Save the kid. Rigged. I just yeah. sabotaged this. All right. She almost killed the kid. <laughs> page 9, oh. save the kid path. Okay. Okay, the player makes their way left towards the kid as the flames <gasps> intensify. Help! Anybody! Hold tight, kid. On my way. As the player nears, Mikey's voice gets louder. Where are you? I, I'm not sure. I, I see food. <coughs> the player may reach the walk-in cooler first. Hurry! Please! The player pulls on the door. It won't budge. They must use their axe to break the door uh, to get inside. The cooler is empty. Food, but no Mikey. <coughs> Where is he? The player can continue to search for Mikey or go back to discover the wall of flames uh, has blocked their path back to Marquez. Marquez, you there? Nothing. Polly, do you read? I read you, Cap. You guys are taking your sweet time in there. Marquez isn't responding. We could use some help. Negative, it's too dangerous. Fire's really getting ongoing. We, we, we can't risk sending anybody else in, okay? The fire flares up. Polly shields herself with her hands. You need to get out of there. I'm working on it, Cap. <coughs> the player reaches the dry storage area. At the far end, they find Mikey cowering behind a bin of potatoes. <coughs> what are you doing here? I, I just... <coughs> Kid, you okay? Mikey is now unconscious. Shit. She gets on the radio. Coming out, Cap. <laughs> The player pulls Mikey over their shoulder and looks for a back door. There isn't one. No door. Great. <clears throat> the player fights their way back through the kitchen and dining room, extinguishing pockets of flames and avoiding areas where the heat is too intense, all while navigating the map now obscured by smoke. When they reach the front doors, another wall of flames flares up and blocks their path. We switch to a fixed camera view. The flames take a vaguely human shape, as though a figure is engulfed in fire, flittering, pulsing, their skin white hot with embers, with empty eyes and a gaping mouth. <laughs> we all had different screamy voices. I was, I was kind of like a deranged Muppet. That's how I scream in real life. It's very good, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus! It's kind of, this is, I love Ben's writing, it's kind of sort of a boss battle. Polly fights to extinguish the, fi the, the, fight, uh, the figure as it advances and swipes at her. Success! With a fizzle, the figure of fire turns to smoke and ash. Polly bursts through the front doors of the restaurant and gets clear of the building. We cut the cinematic. Two more trucks and an ambulance have shown up to help fight the fire. That creepy fire figure was extinguished, but flames are now visible from the interior with all the hoses trained on the restaurant blasting water. Polly reaches a nearby incident command carrying either Mikey or Marquez on her shoulder. She is visibly exhausted as she lays them down on the gurney uh, for the waiting paramedics. The captain runs up to her. Paul, you okay? Marquez is still in there. Polly turns back toward the restaurant just in time to see the roof collapse. We cut to the aftermath. The trauma of losing either Mikey or Marquez, coupled with what she saw in the fire, leads Polly to transfer to fire investigation, beginning the second act. She will spend the remainder of the game investigating fires. Some will have obvious causes, while others are stranger and harder to pin down, with wild reports of figures made of flames and screams in the smoke when no one is there. Here we go. Yay!
you enjoyed Annihilation Almanac, The Campfire Tales, please reach out and let us know. You can find us on Twitter at NerdAppropriate or email us directly, nerds at nerdappropriate.com.